Welcome back, friends and fellow adventurers. We gather this week for the release of the 36th campaign episode of Cocked, a real play RPG podcast. Thank you so much for finding some time in your busy weeks to spend with our crew. We recognize how difficult it is to carve out time and really appreciate your support and fellowship on this endeavor we have all embarked on. The party recently has found their way into what appears to be a hidden and pretty secure prison. The party has freed a goblin named Puck, who claims to have been wrongly imprisoned. Then they outwitted the construct they have dubbed the Warden, and now they are working on freeing a young emerald dragon named Julian. At the end of last episode, Agard and Bracco were in the armory of the prison, and Agard had just cast Detect Magic and was grabbing all the glowing items and putting them in the middle of the room. We will resume as Bracca and Agard continue grabbing any magic item they see glowing on the walls and making a pile of them in the center of the room. So the shield looks like a, almost like a thicket, mm-hmm. just like vines and brambles all more, around. More. Um, and it's just kind of resting against the wall. Mm. No, it's not. It's in the middle <laughs> of the floor. <laughs> I mean, Agar just... <laughs> Full. Yeah. <laughs> um, then the... The sword. You don't even use a sword. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Let me look at my proficiencies. Yeah, I can get the sword. <laughs> <laughs> the sword looks um, pretty, pretty ominous. It is a black blade with silver veins that run through it. And as you look closely, you can see what looks like um, this red mist swirling around the tip of the blade. As it gets down towards the bottom, there is a circle and a red gem in the middle of that circle. The hilt are two pieces of steel that come up to a point, and they almost look like bat wings as they come back down towards the sword. And the grip of the sword is red leather. And it has that same red mist that twists around the top of the sword at the bottom of the hilt as well. Surely that's not like... Oh, yeah. That looks... Yeah. Then the flail is the last thing that you see there. That is magical. I think you, you mispronounced mace. <coughs> no, it's flail. I can do club, dagger, dart, javelin, mace, quarterstaff, scimitar, sickle, sling, spear. Well, oh, was the sword a long sword? Is it considered a long sword? Um, th- oh no, you said the blade blade was really curved, right? Like a scimitar. No, the blade is the blade is straight. It's not as like a scimitar. It's also red with silver veins hey, and sorry. red mist. I think you said scimitar. <laughs> no, no, that's not that's not how that works. It's taking the blood of your enemies. They don't. They don't. thirsty right now. It is a, it is a long sword. Cool. We can sell it. Yeah. You know, everything points to the thing being evil, but you know what... Are you putting it in your bag of holding? Nah. <laughs> Why not? It's not going to do anything. I mean... I think if you hold it, doesn't it, like, do something? I think, I think like anything else, you'd have to attune to it. Oh, well, that makes sense. If it's a cursed item, yeah. you still have to attune to it, and then you have to basically... So the flail that is sitting on the wall... <laughs> mm-hmm. 
it looks like a staff mm-hmm. and there is the flail head mm-hmm. it's not connected by any chain it's just kind of dangling there and as you go to move it mm-hmm. or if anybody touches it you'll see that the ball stays within like a foot to two feet of the top of the staff mm-hmm. but it's not connected with anything yeah it's just a uh, black and gold, very ornate rod with uh, a rather matching head that just kind of floats around it as you kind of move it. Cool. As That'd be awesome. As Katie and Puck enter into the room, because Detect Magic is still up, right? the axe that Katie is carrying yeah. lights up. Puck's armor lights up. Mm-hmm. His sword lights up. And you can see a faint glow coming from the bag on his right hip. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Did you take down the misty demon sword? Oh, yeah. Everything lit up is laying in the middle of the floor now. Okay. Misty demon sword. <laughs> its name's Misty. The demon is it's right. its name. You guys. I mean, so, you did. But you did touch the sword? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, as you grab the sword, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you go to move it, you hear in your head, That's mine. Bring it to me. Who the fuck is that? Is that that wizard it's my head. bitch? You. Let's see. Is that that? Wolf person. Look, he's in the cell. I was gonna say, I'll give him the sword. Hopefully. Here you go, Dillo. <laughs> are you are you standing near the door? That's his name, Dill. Or I'm in the middle of the room. Like, I, right? But are you where? I, I'm gonna say you're probably where you can look out the door. As you hear that voice, are you gonna look to see <laughs> what's saying it, or are you? I mean, I, I gotta probably look around, but I'm assuming I can tell that it's inside my head. So as you look around, mm-hmm. the cell that is like closest that when you walked up you didn't see anything you now see a creature that has legs like a satyr mm-hmm. and a pig like face they have two long brown horns that protrude from their forehead almost like a crown that mm-hmm. comes back up over their head yep. and then there are two tusks at the top of the mouth mm-hmm. that almost curve like a mustache down and, and they have wings <laughs> they don't have wings uh, <laughs> so nephro yeah, what the uh, the fur on their legs mm-hmm. is a very dark black color, leading into a purple skinned torso. Mm-hmm. Um, the torso and the chest are that of a man, and the head is very much like a pig, just not as like exaggerated. It's more like a rounded mm-hmm. humanoid head, but the nose is very pig like. It just doesn't protrude from the face as much. So it wasn't there, but now it is there. Right. Okay. So. He was back in the shadows, and when you touched the blade is when he approached the... But he's in a cell, so... The cell, and said, you know, that's mine. Bring it to me. No. And then Vigar drops it in the middle of the floor. Okay. Well, <laughs> what, I mean, do I roll something? I don't roll something. <laughs> no, because no, no, like, hey, you're not... You're not <laughs> no, I mean, Agar knows this thing is... I mean, it, it basically has I'm evil engraved on it. Yeah. Right. Right. Now the pigment's like, hey, man, like, <laughs> come on, dude. 
No, because he's going to be able to let it do Dimension Door or some weird I crap. I use a third level spell slot descending you, dude. <laughs> But I would convey that to everyone. The sword is... There is a creature that we did not see before that is telling me that the sword belongs to it. It's down the hall. It's like a goat, pig, man. I don't know. Brock is like putting on the armor. Can I roll to see if I know what that creature is? Mm -hmm. What, do you want me to... Nature or... Um, It would be... I think it would be history. Okay. Based on what it is. Uh, yeah. No, just a nine. Could rock a try. But I'm thinking that wouldn't everything in Detect Magic, doesn't yeah. everything have like an aura, like so you can tell like what school of magic it is? Yeah. If, yes. if it has a school of magic. So this thing would light up like Whatever, whatever yeah. the demon color is. Did you bring it to the attention of everybody? Yes. Yeah, you did. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, if you know, you can make a history check. 18. In your studies with Arpip, you have studied, because he does help the blood hunters in that as well, you've studied different types of demons and creatures and things like that. And there's one that he's disappeared in recent history. He was known as one of the um, lords that and gods that came to the lands of Manassas during the time of the gods when they used to walk among men, and they called him Chort, C H O R T. About two hundred years ago, it was believed that he was banished to another plane, and he's never been back but the description of him and the horns and the legs stick out to you you said he's just in the cell across the hall I don't don't understand the location yes yes if you look out the door he's like (coughs) the cell before the armory I'm gonna rock it we'll walk out there you know he'll stay like uh, like 10 feet away from like the cell door or not cell door but just from like the cell in general we're like 5 feet away why only 5 feet? 10 feet was too close hey Brocket can we load this stuff up in the your oh, bag? Uh, yeah we'll do that real quick okay. Katie's gonna sit down and apparently meditate with this great axe too <clears throat> yeah Brocket has you, the uh, armor on and whatnot. as you turn to walk away you see Chort gets well you don't see it you have your back turned Agard I'm sure you were watching your friend oh yeah of course you see anger cross over Chort's face Mm -hmm. and he holds his hand out and you see as he casts Scorching Ray and you watch as it hits where the cell is and this barrier goes off Mm -hmm. and you see this like shimmering blue barrier and you just see the red scorch hit and it basically takes up the entire cell entryway and what you can see into it Mm. and then it dissipates as he casts a spell and you see him drop his head and he looks at Braca, and then he makes eye contact with you and you hear that is my sword leave it and you will be spared I will find a way out of this cell so you say that out loud or in Agar's head in Agar's head 
Agar will now walk out in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Does Braga hear the scorching ray go off? Oh, yeah. Oh, he'll turn roll, right I, mean, I was going to say, it's probably like this bright light yeah, behind he'll you. He'll turn right roll, back around. Roll. I guess roll wisdom. Ten. Ten? That's fine. I was going to say ten or above. You, you hear it, and it's not that it scares you, but you turn and you recognize what it is as it goes off. It's not a, a fear type of thing, and you kind of turn your head sideways at it. Okay. Does Katie hear all this? I sat down and meditated. Never mind. Mm. You um, are, are you in the room or outside of the room? That's I'm in the room. Well, okay. before we, what do you want to do with the, the misty sword thing? Well, let's let's wait. A, let's talk to our friend out here because he says this is his sword. So Agard once again picks up the sword. Do you want to just drop it in? Well, back, let's, let's see what he has to say first. And walks out in the hallway and, and looks at Pig Boy and says, um, Brock will follow. I mean, like, just stand there. Your spell did not work against my friend. How long have you been here? He kind of looks at you. Says, and Agar kind of has the sword kind of, he's like kind of leaning on it. Time means nothing to me. What, why do you want? Oh, well, I didn't hear that. So, what are you doing here exactly? Well, no, he. so you asked it out loud, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. So he responded back. Right, but I was going to ask, like, why do you want the sword? But I, I don't know who he is. So. Oh, gotcha. Um, oh, no, I said that he said this oh, is a sword. Why, why yeah. do you want your fancy sword so badly? Your name's Chort, right? You see this confusion across his face as he realizes you've used his name and it's not something he's used to hearing and you see as he kind of turns his head sideways towards you sidesteps your question and goes and who are you to know demons so well well I'm a person who knows a lot of things I just know a lot that's about it why are you locked up in a cell (laughs) he looks at Agard he says, people who study demons usually can't be trusted. Well, he mean, is my friend. I well, have full trust in him. How well do you truly know him? Because it seems like he may be dabbling in things that he shouldn't be. It's just a very curious gecko. I, I dabble in a lot of things. I mean, <laughs> demonology, alchemy, uh, magic stuff, religious stuff. Knowledge is knowledge. And most importantly, he knows how not to be imprisoned. <laughs> that is true. I am out Does Agard actually say that? Yes. <laughs> I, am out, I am out here, you are in there. Mm. Now Agard kind of has the thing by the hilt. Is he, is, now is he like a tall? Like, like what, what am I thinking? So, yes, he is tall. Um, he is medium. As tall as? He is medium. Mm-hmm. Sides, yeah, but he is roughly yeah, yeah. the the height of you. Yeah, you know. Oh, okay. he, he is roughly eight ish feet tall. Do we know if we can cast spells into cells? We haven't tried it. We haven't tried it yet. I mean, I think I mean Braca tried to pour like acid on like a lock, and it kind of just like yeah, but about, like between the spaces or oh, you know, like I mean, like I wonder if we can. Um, Chort, Chort is Brock. You said Chort. Chort is your name. Uh, are you hungry? I, I can give you a berry. It'll, it'll sustain you for some time. That sword can sustain me, and that's all I need. But what's the sword going to do for you in your cell? 
is of no importance to you. Well, since I'm holding the sword, and he kind mm. of flicks it up, somewhat important to me. Yes. I am just curious. Uh, you, you find you interesting. I'd, I'd like to know more of, of why you need this sword when you're locked inside this cell. He how, kind of backs away. Oh, how about this? Let's make a deal for the sword. Hmm. I dabble in deals. What do you have in mind? Hagar's kind of like, oh. what, what? What can you do from inside the cell for us? It's not what I can do in the cell. It's what I can do once you get me out. No. Listen, I mean, no. What is it you want? What can you offer? And then you hear in your head, I can offer what you desire. Which is? I can bring your family back. Mm. Mm. And you just hear that in your head. Mm. And he steps back to the back wall mm. and sits down on a large stone that's kind of back there that uh-huh. he's kind of using as a chair. And he sits and he leans up against the wall and just looks directly at Braca. Braca will um, kind of oh. get. No, he'll like. <laughs> He he's gonna keep like his like his same face. His his face is gonna kind of go to like more of like a straight face, and he's just gonna say, um, assuming he speaks abyssal. I don't know if he does or not, um, but he's just gonna say, "You assume I care for those people." And that, you hear you hear in your head, "Wow, that's an ancient language. It's not one I know. But maybe if you tried." Inferno. A primordial. What is it that you've studied? Why are you so interested in demons? Well, I'm not interested in demons. I'm in, well, not just demons. I'm interested in everything. Just knowledge. So is this just happening in your, in, in their heads? So he's, he's talking to Braca telepathically, right. but how are you saying that back? Oh, does that well? In common, since he didn't understand um, Abyssal, or... Yeah, just in common. If it's knowledge you seek, not only can I bring our family back, but I can show you the truth. The truth of this continent. And what exactly created it. Why would I want to know that? You want knowledge. Mm. Knowledge I have. What can that knowledge do for me? How long do you believe these lands have been here? I assume thousands upon thousands, more than that, years. Mm-hmm. And thousands upon thousands of years old. And you don't know Abyssal. Never struck my fancy, I never needed it. Primordial is the true original language of demons. Mm. I can respect that. Hagar turns around, looks at Katie, and just as... Oh, I'm in the room. Well, we're out in the hallway, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. At, at this as, point, as, <laughs> as dramatically as possible, rolls his eyes. Because he's hearing so many one-sided conversations, he's yeah. just about over it. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you, could, you can't hear Chort, but you can hear Oy. Braca for sure. At this point, Braca's like, you know that state, like, how people, or how some people sit on the ground, like, just like, like they have their hands behind them. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a little kid, yeah. just like having <laughs> yeah. a conversation. Yeah, just, just like, crisscross applesauce. <laughs> sitting down with like his legs out in front of him with his hands behind him. Like he's at the library listening to a bedtime story. No. It's like... 
And as he's looking Braca. at Braca, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Agar, you, you kind of hear in your head, as you see, your friend's clearly enticed by what I have to offer, and yet you trust this one. But he never makes eye contact with you. He is looking at Braca, but telepathically talking to you right now. Uh-huh. Could he hear me if I telepathically respond? I don't know. Do, do you have telepathy? No, I don't. Uh, but no. Okay. He, he has it as a language, but he can't read minds. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Sometimes there's a response factor. So that's what right, I'm but that's with sending, not with yeah, the language. Yeah, that's true. You're right. I've been sitting with this axe for a little while. Can you tell me about it? It takes like eight like hours. Hour oh, does it? Yeah, yeah it, t- it takes an hour to attune. But oh, that's an hour. That's right. Mind, then. All right, pace. hey Brock, are, are we done here for now? I think so. Yeah. Let's, uh, we're gonna rest, right? Yeah, we're gonna. Uh, Jordy, we're gonna go inside this room over here and <laughs> get a little rest. <laughs> we're a little tired hey, from we're tired from walking outside of cells for so long. Um, but we'll we'll come back and. And see how you're doing. Oh, Igor, actually, can you walk down and help me look at the warden? Just if there's anything going on there, if he's on this cell. Down there? And he points with short sword. Hmm? Yeah. Alright, we'll be <laughs> we'll be back. And he goes, and he does a little, with the sword on short cell, a little ding ding. <laughs> and walks. As, as you guys are doing that, like, Puck is kind of standing at the door looking back and forth and he looks over at Katie. He walks over and he's like, Katie, um, are you fine if I walk with Braca and Agard? Are you fine in here? Do you do you want... I have to make sure they're not actually talking about letting out that creature. Um, I have the keys and I'm trying to listen to my weapon like you've asked, so it's fine. Okay, um, I'm going to close the door. As we walk out, you have the keys so you can get out. Well, uh, you can't unlock it from the inside? Hmm? Okay. Yeah, there's a lock on each side. And he's going to look at you and he's going to say, we will, we will, say. What's the reason for the lock? I don't trust any of these creatures in the cells. And I don't. They haven't been able to get out since. Oh, well, okay. I'm sorry. I trust one of them little. I don't think it should, but I'm going to because you trust it, the dragon. But I don't trust that creature, and I don't trust the other one that looks can look like a human, but also looks like almost like a I, I swear I've seen him look like a gnoll. Almost like a hyena creature. Oh, okay. And then the next time it's a human I don't I don't trust it. It has to be evil. I just don't want to leave this armory open in case one of them found a way to get out. I don't think they can, but I don't I don't know. It's more of a precaution thing than has to happen. <clears throat> and there's not like a lock on the other side of the door. Once she's in there, she can open that door, like the armory okay. door. I didn't know. I, yeah, I didn't it's know. it's one of it, it's a it's a different door than the cells. 
Yeah, but if they're going to bother me during this hour time that I have to spend with this weapon, isn't that going to make it to where it takes a whole other hour? No, it would just... I mean, you would get up and open the door and then sit back down with the weapon. I'm not going to make it break your concentration. Like, you don't have to stare at it for a straight hour. Like, you can be near it, attuning to it, focusing on it, trying to understand it. But if you take 30 seconds to a minute to open a door or have a quick conversation, that's not going to break that. Can he, is there Are there bars on the armory door? I, I just don't want no. to not be able to hear what's happening. No, it's a, wo- it's a wooden door. Whatever you want to do. I feel like I feel like it's just best to leave it open. So I get in case okay. something happens, I can hear you. I think he's worried about and us letting something, something out and then something coming down here and getting Right. And in case something does happen, just shout out demon lord Close the door the and I can close the door. Okay. Alright. Um I'm, I'm gonna drop, go with drop it down. Okay. <laughs> and he's gonna turn and walk out of the armory and head. Alright. We're walking. Brock is going to turn to Agard and just say, I think it's a good idea to really mess with the demon, mess with the demon lord. Uh, it is probably not a good idea. Um, he is... Um, guys, 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 can you wait up? And Puck is running while you guys are having this conversation. Keep up, Puck. Uh, it's not a good idea, but at the same time, he just struck me the wrong way. I I don't know if you were assuming it or not. I wasn't going to do anything. I was just oh. seeing how how far I could push my luck. I trust you. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. So as we walk by an empty cell, Agard wants to try something. Okay. Agard wants to cast. He wants you get you. Raka and Puck to just go, you know, a little bit away from where I am, or where Agard is. And he wants to, on the back wall, like, he's going to back away, and on the back wall of one of the cells, he's going to cast Entangle of an empty cell. Okay. What happens? On the back wall, there is a Entangle that appears he can cast there. So we can cast into... Why are we going to harass this, <laughs> this demon? I don't, I don't know if that's... You want me to tell you what Agard's thinking right now? To just go back and poke fun at the demon pig man? No. Microwave his ass with Moonbeam until he's dead. I mean, yeah. Not a, not a bad he's idea. He's evil. I mean, he's evil incarnate. I, it's, Agard has no... Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Probably showed my hand too early, but... Raka, as nope. um, we've been walking, um, he like he's had like one of his like fists like kind of like balled up like the whole time mm-hmm. we've been walking, and I guess just when we get to the um, the warden. So <clears throat> before you guys get to the warden, when you cast entangle, mm-hmm. Puck has time to catch up. And he's like, after you cast entangle, mm-hmm. he kind of looks at Raka and approaches Agard. He's like. Um, guys, can we can we talk before we go down there? Hey, Agar's gonna start walking again, and the, Puck, we can walk and talk. The, the creature that's across from the hang on, the creature that's across from the guardian. Yes. You you have to believe me. He is not human. I am Puck, almost Puck, positive. Let me, let me stop you. Guys. What? No, no. Okay. I I saw him with wolf legs or some sort of 
Yes. Canine leg. Yes. I do not trust him. He did not answer a couple of my questions, no. honestly. Okay, so. I was going to ask you, please do not trust him. And don't trust the other one that you were talking to either. Both of them, they are... I, I don't know exactly what they are or who they are, but they just give off very evil vibes. Mm-hmm. And Katie is convincing me to maybe trust the dragon. But uh, the, the dragon did kind of scare me a little. Did we walk past the dragon yet? Yeah, you guys have, have walked ah, past yeah. on the way. Oh, we didn't? Oh, I, I thought we were like up. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. Because the dragon was closer to um, the armory than where you guys are now because you guys have passed that and kept going. I would have taken the move as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great. The dragon can stay in that story. All right. So, yeah. Puck, we, is going to get you guys killed. <laughs> Puck, we understand. We are not going to free. The dragon, we will free. The others, we will not. So you don't have to worry. If that's your concern. We can we about. can free the warden though, right? But no, well, that's no. what I'm, that's what we're heading to do right now. No, do no, do not free <laughs> the just, warden. We're just kidding, fuck. Yeah, and I reached down and, and it fist bumped yeah. Brock. Yeah. You, you see for a split second, like pure fear yeah. on. Puck's face, yeah. And then when he realizes you guys are joking, he just like takes a heavy sigh and just looks down at the ground. And just <sighs> okay, um, yeah. That's I, I guess. Let's go. Okay, so we get down to the cells where the warden and Wolfie is are. The so the warden's still just sitting there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. Both both hands are on the door and just pulling. <laughs> He's just trying to move it. Well, Braca, so the purple glow is still there. Mm-hmm. And, okay. Um, and just like our reminder, the Wolvinium is like purple as well, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, does the Wolvinium give off like an, like an obvious glow to it? Like the same hue of purple? It's very faint. This is pretty bright. Right, but it's okay. like the same like hue. Like, is it like similar? Or, like It's similar, but it's not as intense. Okay. Uh, the similarity is really what I'm like concerned about. Like this thing's getting powered by it or whatever. Or do you say that out like out loud? Or? Yeah. Yeah, but they could also be, you know, unconnected. We we, we do not know. But he, it looks like he is secure here. And why could the well, be the I guess the other way, the other door we came across? Mm, there. What are you guys talking about? The purple stone that you mentioned before. We are also looking for this oh. stone. Can you take us to there? We we have to. We would have to open the door and go back up. But do you know? Yeah. You know where it is? Um, I know where it was a little bit ago. Okay. Do you By know how bit. this door opens? The keys. Oh, by a little bit Shit. ago, do you mean a few months ago? Um, He's been here for a month, right? Yeah, ar- around the time I got captured from the uprising. Yeah, I mean, I know where it was then. Okay. Um, we'll and again, like, I mean, we were, we were pretty close. That we had the hobgoblins on their heels, and then the hag showed up and ruined everything. But I didn't, I didn't see that one coming. That was that was not in the plans. Well, Puck, I believe 
the three of us plus you and with the help of short we can probably take care of the rest of your uprising no 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 no. and Dagar starts to walk off don't try I made a deal with them already oh I know yes he will give us ten gold to help him in exchange for that one he's going to point back at Puck yes Puck just turns around and starts walking back towards the armory well I mean we're going the same direction so I mean yeah no you guys were going towards the no, 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 no. I, I, just, I just said Agar turned around and went back to yeah, like we were, yeah, like yeah. we were at the ward, and after that we turned yeah, around. Yeah, we're just checking. But you're not. Oh, okay. You just checked on it. You didn't yeah. say anything or no. look at it or anything. Yeah. Okay. Just make sure you're still comfortable. Puck is like double timing it towards the armory. You're just gonna get. You're just gonna return to Tort faster. I mean, just gonna hold up our deal of the bargain quicker. Nope. I do not think your friend is okay with you making bargains. And he just takes off. He's no fun. <laughs> when did he think Katie was some type of... Yeah. A, She's a leader. Authority. Did you... Um, she has the keys. Did you Did you meet this dragon that they were talking about? I did. She seems nice. She is... Her name is Julian. She is from the Fae. Another dragon from the Fae. Yeah. I believe we can release her once Katie is attuned with her axe. And then we can link her with Alfred and... Does, you know. does she know Alfred? Uh, I, I do not know. Okay. I, mean, I guess we could just all get rest then. And well, well, I'm going to stop at Julian's cell. And Julian, Katie is working on attuning to the axe. <coughs> that was her. <laughs> I mean, it's almost finished. Yeah. Do you need at this time? Obviously, we can't free you until she is attuned. The act, can we do anything for you at this time? No, just uh, as soon as you can get these manticles off and these chains off. I it's been too long. I, I just I, I need to stretch. And... Do does Agar feel as though she's injured in any way? Obviously, there's a lot of she's uncomfortable, but is she injured? I'd, I'd imagine where, like, the chains were, maybe... Yes, where the chains are going over and where, like, mm-hmm. her wings meet her back. Mm-hmm. You can see what looks like odd angles. Mm-hmm. As though the wings have been growing, pinned down for a while. Yeah. So they're a little malformed. Okay. But not anything that couldn't be fixed in time. Right. So, but, like, like current, like, I if... if basically, Agard wants to cast to help her maybe feel a little bit better right now. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not going to fix her wings, but right. if there's like wear on her, you know. Yeah, what are, what are you looking to cast? Uh, cure wounds? Yeah, you could do cure yeah. wounds because she definitely has some, some marks that, and striations from the chains yeah. and that stuff. So Agard will pick a couple places where he can see it, and he goes, this is only going to help you temporarily, but we are working on getting you free. And Thank then you. he casts cure wounds uh, what is that? 2d8 plus 5. Did you leave the rod floating or is it just on the ground? It's on the ground. Okay. It's 11. So it's 16 points. I mean, I don't know what okay. she's at or anything like that, but hopefully it helps her feel a little better. What is Braca doing? He's just this point. staring at the dragon and whatnot. Does he look nervous or. At, at, this, at this point, no. Okay. Uh, He's been around, a, like, another dragon for, like, a week now, mm-hmm. or something like that. So it's more or less, like, just the initial shock 
of like seeing a new one and like that like initial wave of fear washing over him. So she she looks at you and then Draconic says I mean you no harm. I just want to get home. I rolled a natural 20 for insight. So there you go. And then he's going to kind of lean down to her and say one thing I want you to be aware of. There is a being of great evil here as well. Uh, his name is Chort. I don't expect that you know who that is. But this is his sword. Um, and he is some sort of demon or fiend. So I just want you to be aware he is here. He is locked up. We will not be releasing him. But still... I am still debating on what we could possibly do before we leave. I just want you to be aware. Thank you for trusting me. Um, what you do is none of my business. Hmm? Like I said, I just really I want to get home. Of course. And we will do everything we can to help you and our friend Alfred return to the Fae. Thank you. Uh, I cannot stand by and let evil exist in this world. She kind of nods and says, I, I understand. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, if you need anything at all, please do not hesitate to call out. We are down the hall. As soon as Katie is ready, she will come in for you. Okay. okay. I have a few questions for you. You said you're from the Fae. Yeah. Or they said you're from the Fae. Do you know the Wardens of the Deep Council or like the Councils of Shadows? I was taken from the Fae shortly after I hatched. All I really know is that my family lives high up in some of the ice-peaked mountains and our cave was littered with different deposits of emeralds and things that would allow us to blend I know that the stones there's a different feel to them than there are these walls and maybe it's just because it was my home but it had a very magical feeling to it like a very comforting feeling that I have not felt in well, since I was taken. Since you were taken that young, you won't, you won't really know anything else. Um, Unfortunately, I don't know much, no. Do you care if your door shuts at all? Do you need it open? Um, I don't understand why you would close a door if you mean to free me. We're not closing the door. I'm just asking the question. That's all I'm doing. Braca. Braca, come on. <laughs> While you guys are having that conversation, Puck makes it to the armory and he like closes the door. And he's like, he's like, it's okay, hold on. I'm sorry, wait. He closes the door. <laughs> he blitzes back. Do we hear the door close? Um, you, you hear a thud. And Katie. As you hear that noise, how do you react? Before we get to your reaction, how do you react? I I would um, look over at the door and ask, what are you doing? Um, how how well do you know the other two? 
I know them quite well. Would they actually... Okay, this is a very serious question. Very important. Would they actually make a deal with a dude? They fooled me once. They made a joke. I get it. Make a deal That's with funny. who? That, that thing, the demon, the chort. The, the, the what? I, I don't know. They said it was chort. This demon that's in the cell right here. There's like, a demon in the cell? Did I hear this? What, uh, you would okay. have heard us talking to him. Okay. Oh, okay. Would, would they so. make well, I was a deal? meditating. I don't know. That's true. Would they make a deal with the demon? Please, please answer no. Please answer no. That's all I need to know. I really, I trust you. I do. The other two, they have tricked me into thinking that they were going to let something out, and now they said that they made a deal with the demon, and I'm really nervous about it. They just, they just, play, pra- they, they just play pranks. They would not make a deal with something evil. Can you please open the door? I don't understand why it's closed. Well, they said they made a deal with the demon, and I didn't want the demon to come in here in the armory, and I wanted they protection. They wouldn't make a deal with the demon unless they asked, not asked me, but they, like we all talked together about it. Agard is currently running towards the He's like, <laughs> okay. All right. Brock, Brock so this conversation to took place in a span <laughs> of like 10 seconds. Yeah. So you guys heard the thud of the door yeah. while you were speaking to um, mm-hmm. Julian. Mm-hmm. You guys finished that conversation. And as you turn and you start running towards the door, it slowly opens again. And you kind of see Puck like looking out. And he's like, and he looks back at one more time at Katie. And he's like, so you're sure? That they would not have made a deal with a demon. Um, Brock is going to shout down the hall. Did you tell her about our deal? And he just like his eyes get wide as he looks at Katie. He's do like, "Oh, can I see that? Oh, the... do I? Can I? Can I insight on his reaction? Like it's yeah. okay." Do I see a guard in the doorway? Uh, Nineteen. You can see them coming down the hallway towards you. Oh, okay. It, he is scared that you are being serious about making a deal okay. with a demon. So I get that. Yeah, yeah, because he doesn't so con- know you, to continue so the joke, he has pure fear. You yell out, <laughs> you tell about our deal, I, as Agar's running, um, he just goes, we are short. <laughs> no. He slams the door again. <laughs> no. And looks right at Katie, and he's like, what? They, okay, so... <laughs> just start banging they on the door. They are a bunch of pranksters. <laughs> You don't know them, but, I mean, Agard turned into a giant octopus to scare our friend Finley one time, who also has a fish place, so it was really funny. This is just a thing. They don't, they're not going to make a deal with a, with a demon, not anything evil. Can you please open the door? Are we at the door yet? You, you guys, you guys are. You guys are banging the door. The door. <laughs> oh can, I, can I just have the keys to make sure that they don't let them out? What well, I have the keys. They're not going to take the keys. Can Can I hold the keys and make sure? You know, Puck. I know them more than I know you, and I haven't done anything to, to dissuade. You haven't. Pers- they're talking about. I am short and make deals with demons. Katie, can and- you let us in, please? Yes. Short wants out. <laughs> <laughs> See. They're not gonna let it out. You you promise me you're not gonna let, I let it out. I swear they're not gonna What's let Chort it out. Right? What's Chort doing right? What's Chort doing right now? Since he's right here, <laughs> he, he's just like looking sideways. He's heard his name a couple times and he's just kind of sideways looking at you guys. Brock will look and back at him and, and like, I open wait. the door. Well, before you even get there, Puck's gonna open the door because you said that. Can you he please you. let me do this it- thing so I can make sure to get? The dragon just out swings the door open really, <laughs> real hard. Rip the door off the hinge. I mean, he's not standing in front of it. He just lifted the latch on the door, and as he lifts it, Agar slams it open, and it just goes into the wall. 
And he's like standing next to it, and he's just like sitting there. He's like, not funny. I mean, a little funny. Not funny. The the bigger that you short, look, funny or not funny. Look, the more you look scared, uh, the That's better exactly they what love you hear. it. What? Just mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess we go in and then. Agar will shut the door behind it. We're all in the room now. How long has yes, it been? Yes, we're all in the room. Has it been an it's hour? It's been about a half an hour for you. Oh my god, a half hour. Oh, this takes forever. Agar would like to try on the studded leather armor. Yeah, Brock already mm-hmm. has that like black leather stuff. Oh on. yeah, are you Andy. still Oh, did you put it on? Yeah. Oh, sh- okay. <coughs> okay, so you guys all spend um, an hour attuning in the to belt your In the belt. We don't have to attune to armor, but that kind of armor do you? The magical armor. I usually, I mean, depends on what kind of armor it is. I don't know. He said attuned to everything. I'm already attuned to two things. I'm about to just get rid of those two things because. What are you? Because these are badass. So the (laughs) buckler is going to be something that needs attunement. What's a buckler? The shield. The bramble buckler. Okay. Yeah. If you're attuning to that. Well, I'm talking about the the set of leather armor. That needs attunement too. Well, then I gotta get rid of some attunement stuff, so. This is where we're going to end this week's episode, as the party prepares for a long rest and continues to attune to some of their new loot. Thank you, friends and fellow adventurers, for joining Cocked, a real-play RPG podcast, as we explore the homebrewed lands of Manassas. We all really appreciate the love and support that we have received from our listeners and fans. The feedback we have received has been overwhelmingly positive and encourages us to keep making content. In the next couple months, we have some exciting new things happening. Stay up to date with all of our extracurricular activities by following us on Instagram. The links for our show and cast are in the episode description. Next month, we will be recording a one-shot hosted by our very own Reggie Morris to be released later this year. Also in July, we will be releasing some prequel episodes for our Patreon subscribers. PSA, if you're interested in becoming a Patreon member, check out the episode description for a link to our Patreon. We apologize in advance for the poor audio quality of the prequel episodes, as this was before we upgraded our audio equipment, and it does make a huge difference. Last, and certainly not least, tune in next week to see if the party is able to free Julian and abscond from the prison with her. If you take 30 seconds to a minute to open a door or have a quick conversation, that's not going to break that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, 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 no. It's not you. I had something <laughs> I want to do in my head that cracked me up. I thought Sorry. you were like, no. No, no not I you at all. I thought you were like, yeah, it takes her a minute to open a door. No. Well, <laughs> we got audio proof for that. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just Jenna just l- listened to that episode too, by the way. She goes, why was it so hard to get that door open? Because <laughs> Katie's dumb. No, she's not. Um. <laughs> hey, Katie's not dumb. She's just naive. Yeah. I... What are those called? A barn door? No. Wait, what? what? The fucking wooden thing that Tess sent in. I, I, we, we said we are going to call it a Tess from now on. Yeah, but something sidebar? No, that's when you go to talk to someone off to the side. Oh. Your honor sidebar. That's, that's a legal term. Yeah. 
So you know what, Buffy, fuck off. <laughs> he he lifts the 